this being with Typhoon. <laughs> Gold just tunes into an episode of Charge Motion. Oh it's man, Daxmas. if only. My name is Ghoul. Um, what have you been playing this week? Um, I actually have not been playing as much Guilty Gear as usual. Mm. Um, I've been playing some Street Fighter. Um, I actually played a little bit of Tekken. Um, which is something shocking. That's, yeah, shocking. I haven't touched it in a while, but you know, offline games with the homies are always different. Yeah. Um, when you're safe and socially distanced and vaccinated and wearing masks. Pandemic's not over. Please keep wearing your mask. Yeah, do that. Um, but yeah, um, Gold Lewis came out in Guilty Gear Strive. He, he was announced and was released in <laughs> the two week gap in between shows. Yeah. Um, he. His appearance surprising no one. Um, everyone saw him in story mode and was kind of ready for him to appear in the game. And even if you're like me and haven't played story mode yet, you know, people have been making memes. About yeah, him. there's memes and stuff about yeah. him. So, but he's actually like a really interesting character. Like the way he's designed is so strange. So he, his moveset functions around technically, it's in the move list as one move, but it's technically yeah. eight moves. Behemoth Typhoon. Behemoth Typhoon. And what it is, is there are eight half-circle motions that are possible in a circle. Starting from the cardinal directions. Yeah, starting from the, the four cardinal directions. Um, and each of those half-circles plus Heavy Slash will give Gold Lewis a different version of Behemoth Typhoon. So it's like even like quarter circle forward, there's two different quarter circle forwards. Quarter circle forward, da down then forward, and then up then forward. Yes. So like the notation would be like four one two three six and four seven eight nine six. Yeah. Or just cut out the diagonals. Four two six four eight six. Yeah, that's what that's what people have been doing is they've been cutting out they've been cutting the diagonals out of the notations because um, it's just easier to write it that way. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so and he even has like the up one, so you can go half circle from back to forward, going on the upward yeah. of the circle or from forward to back. Um, and like I said, each one of those half circles plus heavy slash gives him a different version of behemoth typhoon mm -hmm. where he swings the coffin in a direction that's similar to the half circle that you did yeah i was gonna say that's an easy way to tell which one's which because you know if you do it uh or a half circle forward overhead he doesn't know then he does yeah. it from back to front overhead and if you do it from forward to back then he does a forward to back swinging it over his head mm -hmm. etc um the, the really weird ones are the ones starting from down to up. Yeah, and then from, yeah. yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> and, you know, it feels like this character was made specifically to discriminate against hitbox players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I haven't bought the DLC yet, but everyone's talking about how Gold Lewis just is so much more difficult if you play on keyboard, if you're playing on hitbox. Because, like, the, the motions are just so strange. Like, doing these weird half-circle inputs, like, I know people that play on Hitbox besides you, mm. and uh, they always tell me that doing like half circles and like doing Tyrant Rave inputs, where the half circle back then forward, mm. is difficult on Hitbox. Um, but doing half circles that are like, you know, from down to up or from up to down, going forward or back or whatever, like I can only imagine how difficult that must be with a with a leverless controller. I have not tried it yet. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll try it as soon as I can and get, and get back to you. Um, it's really interesting because eight, eight completely unique variations of one move. Um, I think it means Gold Lewis has simultaneously the shortest and biggest command list in the game. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, another unique mechanic that he has that's a little bit less 
outlandish, but it is unique to him specifically. He has his own unique meter um, that I forgot what it's actually called. Probably, I was going to say the spooky alien meter. Yeah, it's the it. spooky alien meter. Yeah. Um, I'm drawing a blank on, on what it's actually called in the game. But he has his own meter that's independent of the tension meter that it fills up naturally over time. Mm -hmm. And it has two bars, just like the tension meter. Um, and if you have either one or two bars filled and you do one of his specials that isn't Behemoth Typhoon, mm -hmm. it spends the meter and does a buff version of that move. Uh. Um, so the two specials that I can remember off the top of my head that he has, besides Behemoth Typhoon, mm -hmm. are... Um, the, the little bomb drone. Right. And he has the, the minigun. Right. I that might be it, actually. Yeah, I think that's what he has. Which, yeah. I mean, that's all he needs, because Behemoth Typhoon is technically eight moves. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so he has the, the little bomb drone that is a very slow-moving projectile. Um, mm -hmm. it kind of, it kind of reminds me of, like, Anji's Butterfly or Eno's Note. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm also thinking of the, uh, Jojo fighting game. Uh, Avdol is a very similar to Oh, okay, yeah, like so it's just like a... That can, like, kind that, of yeah, just kind of around. floats and, yeah. Um, but it only travels a very small distance when he doesn't have that special meter. Mm -hmm. um, I think it only goes full screen if that meter is full wow. when he does that move. Um, and then, you know, the more meter you have when you pull out the minigun, the more shots you get and the more damage it does. Yeah. Um... Now, I, I'm very happy that Guilty Gear decided to join all the good fighting games and adding a big dude, because fighting games have a great history of big dudes. Big dudes. Yeah. Big dudes doing cool stuff. And there was one thing that I noticed um, from, you know, just reading about Gold Lewis on yeah. Twitter and stuff in general, is that Gold Lewis is one of the very few large characters that doesn't have food references. That doesn't have food references and doesn't have weird unnatural speed yeah um i mean he has an air dash but he doesn't have a double jump but you know i'm thinking like bob and tekken bob's great i love bob um i don't believe that level of speed is realistic even for a normal sized human yeah um i mean that's also like written into his lore too and stuff yeah, but is. like a lot of people that play fighting games don't read the lore so you're not going to get that context yeah and there's also you know in smash Bros. you got wario who is you know, infamous for his very good airspeed and air control. Yeah. Um, and he also eats everything as one of his moves. He also eats everything. And actually, if I'm not mistaken, and don't quote me on this internet, but I think if you read Bob's move list in Tekken 7, his moves are named after food. Alright. I, <laughs> I may double check that. But I'm also thinking of Birdie and Street Fighter. He eats donuts and eats rolls donuts. the soda can and yeah. does all that stuff. So it's like, there's very little representation of big bodied characters that doesn't constantly remind you that they're big bodied yeah but well or, or it does but like in a good way like where they actually incorporate their size into their fighting style which i think yeah. gold lewis does gold lewis does a great job of it um he's he's a really cool character design like all the memes and stuff aside <laughs> i do unironically think he's a really unique and interesting character design yeah um I, he's a guilty gear character Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I saw, I saw, people have already modded um, a Guy Fieri skin. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. You have to at that point. Um, but talking more about his gameplay, I forgot we forgot to mention his supers. Oh, yeah. Um, he has a couple really, really interesting supers. Mm -hmm. um, one of them is like a DP 
It's like a DP super. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's invincible. I don't know that off the top of my head. Right. But he just sort of thrusts the coffin in the air and it does a whole bunch of damage. And there was something in it about, like, you can do full circles while the animation's yes. happening. Oh my god, that's nuts. And the more, the more full circles that you do, the more damage the super does when it hits. I'm not looking forward to doing that on Hitbox either. Right? Oh yeah, that must my, be my, my rhythm down perfect. <laughs> um, I, I think it caps at four, which you know, considering the, yeah. the animation, that seems reasonable. And then like the more circles you do after he does the animation, it like cuts to a to a upward shot of the opponent in the air, and then like the drones come out of the coffin and hit them. Yeah, I think I think it's more drones for every yeah. full circle. Um, so that's a really high damaging super that he has that he uses as a reversal. He uses it as a wall break. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just sort of like an all-around utility super. Yeah. And then this dude has an orbital laser. <laughs> so cool. So he 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 has like that eye patch thing on his glasses. Well, it's not really an eye patch. He's just wearing glasses, and then one of the frame, one of the sides of the frames, just doesn't have a clear lens in it. Yeah. But so he hits a button, and it out of his glasses comes a laser designator. <laughs> that marks the opponent wherever they are, and then an orbital beam falls from the top of the stage and sweeps the enemy towards him. That's so cool. It's so cool, and I've seen such cool combos happen with that super. Like, I've I've seen, I saw on Twitter, a combo where someone wall-splatted the opponent, did the, did the, the, the laser super, mm-hmm. and instead of breaking the wall, it pulled them off of it towards him but were they still in the wall splat no oh so he extended the combo re-splat them and then broke it oh and my then god got the wall break it was so cool that is so cool that someone actually like thought about was like oh what happens when this super you know hits connects on wall splat and that's what it does it extends your combo <laughs> uh down with the system that uh the down with system and burn it down are, are as uh two supers oh uh, okay yeah um which is kind of ironic naming uh, for someone who works for the United States government. Um, that is true, he does. Um, I also don't know a lot about his story anyway, so... Neither do I, if I'm being honest. Those, those names <laughs> might be a little bit more apt if we knew a little bit more about the character's lore. Maybe it's thematic, I don't know. Um, I've heard it's a big old four-hour cutscene. <laughs> yeah, that Guilty Gear story mode is usually just um, yeah. a self-contained anime movie. Yeah, but you're, you're talking about supers. Yes. We'll do this is cool. Um... Uh, we don't know yet, obviously, who the next character will be. Um, so, actually, it wasn't really a leak, but I remember after Strive was released, um, people were data mining the game on Steam, and they just found file names for, for the first five DLC characters. And and I, I'm, I'm not going to spoil who's coming next. Um, I don't remember who the last three are. I, I'm not going to spoil who's coming next, but... Um, if you've seen it, it's safe to assume that the leak was accurate. It wasn't even the leak. People just data mined the yeah, game. Yeah, they just data mined it, and there yeah. it was. Nothing nothing was leaked. No illicit information was shared. I actually avoided reading it because I want to be surprised. Okay. Um, I'm not going to say anything then, but I, I it's pretty safe guess as to who it is. Um, I yeah. just hope it's Biken. I hope it's Biken. I don't think it is Biken. I know who but... it is if, <laughs> if, if the problem is being heard, but I still hope it's Biken. Um... All right, so speaking of more characters um, that you're really happy about, we got uh, King of Fighters got two characters, two characters in the two week break. Um, it wasn't even a break. That's how that's how it normally 
Uh, that's how long it normally takes to do a news episode. Yeah. Uh, King of Dinosaurs. King of Dinosaurs. King of my Dinosaur Fighters. So, King of Dinosaurs is like, I played KOF 14, mm -hmm. um, and that was my first KOF game. So, I'm playing, and like, I'm just playing with, you know, whoever's around at the local, and someone sits down at the setup next to me and picks King of Dinosaurs. <laughs> I don't remember who this was. <laughs> But they picked King of Dinosaurs, and I looked at them, and I said, is that a freaking dinosaur? <laughs> I said the same thing when I saw the trailer. Is that a goddamn dinosaur? Yeah. And he said, yes, it is. And then he proceeded to destroy me with said dinosaur. And um, for those of you who don't know who King of Dinosaurs is, he is a wrestler character, so he is a grappler. Um, and he is a luchador whose theme is that he is a dinosaur. So he he's the king of fighters the king of king, king of, of fighters. fighters of dinosaurs of dinosaurs yeah <laughs> yes i'm not i'm not referring to snk's king, king. i'm referring to tekken's king. tekken's king who you know wears the jaguar mask yeah and because he is also a luchador yeah. um but king of dinosaurs is really cool he has you know lots of command grabs lots of you know spinning pile drivers and all that stuff and he is definitely not tizok <laughs> no of course not no absolutely not um I absolutely have seen Tizok and King of Dinosaurs in the same room. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, the other character that SNK announced um, since our last episode was Ramon, um, who is another wrestler character, but he's more of the, the high-flying, wall-bouncing, luchador style. A little yeah. bit faster, whereas King of Dinosaurs is more like beefy and hulking and Zangief-ish. Yeah. Um, but Ramon looks really cool. He jumps off the walls. He has his, you know, command grabs and... Mm -hmm. Um, he kind of reminds me of Vega, just bouncing off the walls all over the place and yeah. doing command grabs and stuff. Vega and a bit of lore without the electricity, if that makes sense. Yeah, just the sort of, like, fast grappler-type yeah. character. Um, but he, he looks really cool. Um, I don't really know a lot about King of Fighters to really do a in-depth breakdown of their movesets to tell yeah. you what they do and stuff, so um, I'm sure there are plenty of other content creators that can do that for you um but i'm just excited about kof 15 i'm excited about having another mainstream fighting game with rollback netcode um what uh a bit of tidbit about uh king of dinosaurs apparently i saw this on twitter in the official king of fighters manga um the king of fighters tournament follows luchador rules right so if you get demasked you lose Actually, the person who demasks you gets qualified, disqualified. Really? I that's thought, that's how the luchador. I thought it was the other work. way around. No, um, it is a great disrespect and dishonor to your opponent to remove their mask. Huh. Um, so if you remove your opponent's mask, that's against the rules and you get disqualified. At least that's how it works in like. Did Did Jackie Chan Adventures lie to me? <laughs> <laughs> it might have. I didn't see that episode. Uh. Um, but that's the rule as I understand it. Um, I I could very well be wrong. That, that that's how the rule as I understood it. Anyway, so uh, anyway, apparently whatever the rule happens to be, or whatever more accurately the King of Fighters writers thought the rule was, um, apparently the, the King of Fighters tournament in universe follows Luchador rules. <laughs> and at one point, spoilers by the way, uh, King King of Dinosaurs gets demasked and it's just Tizok's mask Tizok's underneath mask it. underneath it. That was great. Uh, <laughs> So, from my understanding, is that Tizok 
is a wrestler who was a face. So he was, for those of you who don't know wrestling terms, a face is essentially a good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he's the, the one that appeals to the fans and cares about what's right and good and follows the rules, etc. Right. Somewhere along the line, I think it was in the story of Garu Mark of the Wolves, where Tizok is actually from, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, something happens, he loses, he falls off, and then somewhere along the line, he ends up adopting a heel persona, whereas a heel is a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that heel, that heel gimmick is King of Dinosaurs. Okay. Um, so, King of Dinosaurs is just the villain version of Tizok. Makes sense. Where it's similar to how Armor King is the heel to King's face. Right. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited. I think he looks really cool. I'm going to give him a try, especially now that I'm a little bit more of a grappler apologist than I used to be. <laughs> They're fun, you know? <laughs> they are. I mean, it's all Sarah Bella's fault. <laughs> I love Bella so much that I like got over my hatred of grapplers, and then I started loving grapplers. For me, it was, for me, it was Beowulf. <laughs> Because he's he's, he's 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 such a great character, character-wise, he's hilarious, and he's just fun, man. Yeah, and that's our cue to say, play Skullgirls. Play Skullgirls, yes. <laughs> um, but speaking of characters, maybe we're going to get the final character in Street Fighter V Season 5? Yeah, and so was- Capcom, on the official Street Fighter Twitter, they announced that the Street Fighter V Summer Update... Um, August 3rd, 3 p.m., PDT, but I'm assuming this, I'm going to assume it's Pacific Daylight Time. Um, I, don't um, know. I think that's a stream that's going to show us what's in the summer update. Yes, live stream. Uh, one hour of the latest info, which is longer than both of the past developer updates. Yes. Um, it says Oro, Akira, and more. And more. So hopefully we're getting release dates for Oro and Akira. Yes. Because it, it's been a while since Rose. Yeah. So, worst case scenario, in my opinion, is we get release date for Oro... Which is probably like shortly after the the release, like probably within the week after August third. Yeah. Um. We get release date for Oro. We get more gameplay for Akira. No release date for her. Maybe a release window. Maybe a release window for Akira, yeah. and then we get an announcement for the final character of Street Fighter Five Season Five. So, so we do get an announcement as the worst case scenario, in my opinion. You don't want another character. Well, no, that's just like I'm oh, saying that's oh, a bad okay, thing. Okay, okay, okay. I'm it, saying that I think that that's the least that we're gonna get. Okay, all right, all right. Because okay, no, I do want to <laughs> know who the other character is. I I completely misunderstood what you were saying. Yeah, no. Um, best case scenario is we get release dates for Oro and Akira. They're both very soon. Yeah, and we find out who the third char- who the final character is with a release window. Yeah, um, that would be best case scenario in my opinion. I don't know. But, you know, Capcom's let us down with this before, so... <laughs> well, let's find out, I guess. Um, Male swimsuit DLC when? When? Now. Give it to us. Yeah, seriously. I want swimsuit Guile. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, his Guile's American flags, they're not tattoos. They're birthmarks. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Guile. Um... All right, yeah, August third, three three o'clock p.m. PDT. PDT, I'm, whatever I'm, that means to you. I'm gonna make double extra. Sh- yeah, Pacific Daylight Time. I was right that time. Because in the previous episode, I thought CEST was Central Eastern Standard Time. Central Eastern Standard Time. Um, what we doing? Yeah, 
PDT, which means here on the East Coast, it would be 6 o'clock at night. Very reasonable hour. Cool. An hour long. Yeah, an hour of info. That's a lot of window for Capcom to give us good info. It really is. Or, or, or they're just going to spend half of it talking about esports. Yeah, which, I mean, I love esports, but, like, come on. It's same, but it's not It's not why <laughs> 90% of us are tuning in. Yeah, like, I know that Capcom Pro Tour is happening. Yeah. Actually, didn't Capcom Pro Tour just end? I don't remember. Or something like that? I, I don't follow. I feel Pro like Pro Punk Tour. won something. Yeah, Punk did win something. I don't remember what it was. I'm bad at paying attention <laughs> to this at this point. Um, the world is on fire, both figuratively and literally. So. <laughs> so let us know in the comments what Punk just won. <laughs> I know he beat Idom. I think it was the Capcom Pro Tour finals or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it could be something else. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I didn't do my research. <laughs> uh, and I, that's all I had. Unless you want to talk about something else. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, that's the news, really. Yeah. Um, kind of a slow couple weeks. Oh, yeah. Uh, minor Rivals of Ether. Uh, getting a new stage skin because one of the spin-off games, the first, technically second after Lovers of Ether, uh, second spin-off game, uh, Creatures of Ether, the card game. It's it's been on mobile for a while. It's fun. Uh, it's coming to Steam, and if you download Creatures of Ether on Steam, uh, then you get a brand new stage skin for Aramata, which is great because Aramata is one of the few, actually not a few, I think one of the only early game stages like early in, in development stages that didn't have a stage skin. So. Oh, that's interesting. St I mean, stage skins are always cool. They are. They, they're one, one thing that Rivals does very well, because they have a lot of alternate... Like, the layout is the same, but the art and music is different. I think it's a really great way to increase content, content with not as much effort. Because, cool. you know, Rivals stage list is 15 stages. It's as big as it needs to be. All right. That's coming on Monday. Um, and that's all I knew. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, it was a, it was a relatively yeah. slow couple weeks. Um, you know, play fighting games, play Skullgirls. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bit of an awkward close to this episode. It's a bit of a short one. We love you. Wear your mask. Um, wear your mask. Get vaccinated. Um, support your locals sub to streams especially if you have twitch prime reduce reuse recycle all of that good stuff expand to your pets to control the pet population um never mind and good fight good, <laughs> good night. fight good night